The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, Bill Mafia? I'm Fernando Shimuji. That's your leading the charge. And today I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the, the Bills' victory over the Buccaneers' great win, uh, 24-18. Obviously, a lot of stuff to still be fixed by this Bills' uh, coaching staff. The players have a lot of stuff to still work out, but it's October, and, and this time of the year, all you really need is to put, to put up those wins on the, the standings and guarantee your spot in the playoffs. The Bills still have time to figure out a lot of stuff that has bothered the team, the coaching staff, and especially the fan base during the last few weeks. But the most important thing was the win. I think we could see a lot of uh, improvements, both sides of the ball, and even on even on three phases of the game, special teams too. Why not? And I'm going to talk and comment about all those uh, those takeaways from yesterday's game, all my main takeaways. So feel free to comment on the comment section on YouTube. We are live on, on YouTube. Also, uh, we are on the podcast aggregators, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcast aggregators. We are available there too. Hit that like button, subscribe to Buffalo Rumblings channel, and let's get it on so um my first uh i want to start talking about the the offense because i think the the most of the discussion around this bills team has been around the offensive side of the ball josh allen the way he has been used and despite being more worried about the defense side of the ball i think we got to start talking about the offense and Josh Allen, and 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 also Ken Dorsey, obviously the offensive coordinator. I think no matter how much you wanna criticize Ken Dorsey, his schemes, he his ways of coaching this Bills offense, I think one thing can't be really ignored. Before the Giants game, all the talk during that week was about oh the Bills. Um, the Bills really gotta gotta play uh, more under center. The Bills gotta 
uh, use more play action. That's where the Bills are succeeding. That's where Josh Allen has had his best numbers, his best production. And that was all the talk during all that week uh, before the Giants game. And when the Giants game finally happened, we could see the biggest uh, percentage of use of those under center formations and play actions being called out of it. So everybody wanted that, and we had more than that. Everybody wanted more. Uh, the running game working properly early from under center to pounding the rock, and the Bills did it against the Giants too early. Um, I personally wanted more digs, and we had a lot of digs on that game. I know a lot of people didn't like that, but I personally thought like the way our, our secondary weapons were being suspect with their hands. I remember against the Jaguars, two drives being killed by Gabe Davis and also Knox dropped. So I was like, let's feed Stefan Diggs. Let's feed the beast. That's our most dependable or best weapon. And we had a lot of Stefan Diggs against the Giants. So after that game, okay, the talk was the Bills got to spread the ball around. They can't just feature Stephon Diggs. They got to use the other weapons. And Josh Allen threw to nine different weapons against the Patriots. Uh, we could see a lot of the things that people wanted being implemented in the next week's uh, game plan again, right? And finally, against the Bucks yesterday, last night, um, again, people wanted more Shakir who showed some flashes against the Patriots, especially after re-watching the game, we could see uh, Shakir open on, a, on several situations and Allen uh, ignoring him or missing him. Um, and we saw Shakir being implemented in the game plan, being the main slot guy and, and get fed early, right? Uh, Josh really trusted him on third down situations early, and Shakir was important moving those those chains early in the game. People wanted more Kincaid, obviously, after that Patriots game, where Kincaid had his his welcome to the league game, maybe his 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 first big big game for the Bills. And we had Kincaid starting. Obviously, uh, there was the the injury to Dawson Knox that made Kincaid. The, the starting tight end, the tight end won by default, but we can assure that he'll be starting going forward. He'll, he'll be a big part of this offense. And we had Kincaid being an important part, an important part yesterday too. And we wanted the, a lot of people wanted Gabe Davis more involved and were really disappointed in the way Gabe Davis has produced or has not produced recently. And despite not being my favorite way of using Gabe Davis, I have the personal opinion that Gabe Davis clearly is uh, a role player, a player who should be used in his main role as a deep threat, as a deep or intermediate short, uh, intermediate areas of the field, not short areas of the field. And But for the people who wanted Gabe Davis running more routes and, and being used in short stuff and getting uh, some some snaps uh, and some targets going his way early, we saw 
Gabe Davis being implemented more in the offense and, and even screens being run his way, right? Uh, he's been the guy who, who caught those screen passes and tried to gain yards after catch. I personally didn't like it. I think Gabe Davis uh, isn't this kind of weapon. Uh, he got the, the receptions, he got some, some yardage, but on every one of those screens that were thrilled to Gabe Davis, I, I can't help myself and, and not see Stephon Diggs, Khalil Shakir, Deontay Hardy, all those guys doing better, a better job than, than Gabe Davis after catch on the screen passes and on the short stuff that Gabe uh, had some opportunities. So he did his job. I don't trust his hands. Uh, so yesterday he didn't do that, but he's going to probably drop a lot of those passes, those opportunities going forward if the team continues to use him this way. Anyway, yesterday it worked decently enough to make a lot of people happy to see Gabe Davis doing better. I like the way he was used in the, the red zone. I think he got to continue being used this way. I like the way he can treat defenses downfield and being used as a deep threat or in the crew and comeback routes because people are scared to, to get burned deep. But not in this short stuff. Anyway, a lot of people were satisfied with that. Um, we could see more running game we could see james cook playing well again and especially we could see josh allen burning blitzes that was the talk of the week how josh allen has had struggled in the previous weeks against blitzes against five-man rushes not recognizing quickly enough where the pressure where the hit was coming from but in this game against the Buccaneers, we could see Josh prepared for the blitzes, recognizing them quickly, making the, the adjustments, making the calls, uh, and, and adjusting the, the protections and burning those, those blitzes real quick, making them pay for sending the hit over him. So no matter how much you dislike Ken Dorsey, right, and how much you want another person running this Bills offense. It's undeniable that he has adjusted week to week and a lot of stuff that has been brought up by intelligent Bills fans has been incorporated in, on the offense. We saw a James Cook screen pass yesterday, something that in my, my latest leading the charge in Portuguese, we were discussing about we don't have a, a screen pass to a running back for a long time in this office. And we had one to James Cook, and he did a good job. We had some screens to Gabe, to, to Diggs, to other guys. Uh, even the interception to Josh Allen, it seemed like a, a tight end screen to, to Kincaid. And I think the Bills uh, and Dorsey have heard the criticism he has looked at the tape, he has uh, seen the same kind of problems that we've seen from, from outside, and he has tried to fix it. And he has brought in a lot of the, the stuff that we saw as ideal, as, as, as uh, options to, to solve those problems for the Bills' office. So it's undeniable 
I think a lot of people are like Fire Dorsey, just like they were Fire uh, Babel or Fire McDermott, but they don't really bring uh, a constructive, constructive criticism, you know? They don't bring solutions. They just bring, oh, that's wrong, but they don't have ideas on how to solve those problems or ideas or, or solutions or none of those, you know? So I think Dorsey has done a good job trying to fix the problems on this Bills offense. And I put up on Twitter uh, uh, right after the game against the Patriots some of the things that I wanted to see in this offense. And and on our Bills Mafia Brazilian group, people even joked like, okay, Fernando, uh, Dorsey watched the latest leading the charge because we saw a screen to Cook. We saw more Kincaid. We saw more Shakir. Uh, and and we saw a lot of uh, the up-tempo offense. All right, we saw uh, they they trying to to go up-tempo and and go in no huddle for a lot of time during the game, not just early, but for a big part of the game. We saw the offense going no huddle, and it really helped. It helped Josh Allen. Uh, to feel comfortable and to be turned on all the time because he had no time to to think too much. He had to make the adjustments. He had to have have people in position and snap the ball and go, just go play with simpler uh, stuff and, and being more direct, thinking less, uh, making his, his teammates think less too with the simpler calls. Uh, it was easier for Josh Allen to deal with the same personal groups from the defense. And so this way, it was easy for, easier for him to, to read the, those defenses, to recognize where the pressure was coming from, and to adjust the, the, protect, the protections accordingly. So we could see a lot, a lot of the stuff that we, we really thought about as some possible solutions for this offense and the results were there i think the bills offense didn't score a touchdown early again again the bills had few possessions in the first half but they could move the chains consistently they could uh score early with a field goal and and then they fell short on on a fourth down at the goal line and i got it a lot of people criticized some calls by dorsey criticized at the one-yard line, uh, second down, third down, you're going shotgun, try to run from shotgun. I can get it, and I also can defend some of this, this stuff. There is a reason they are calling this place. There is a reason they are trying this on, on the goal line, but it's not working, and, and I can understand, and I also get... Uh, I also get mad at some of those calls sometimes. I can get sometimes feeling like people are running routes uh, that are too close to each other. The spacing sometimes doesn't look ideal. I can get a lot of the, this kind of stuff. I don't think Dorsey is perfect by any means. I like him. I like his potential, but I'm not out there acting like he's perfect or he's, he can do no wrong. Far from it. He still got to get better. But one thing can't be said about the guy he has been uh paying attention to what's going on and he's trying a lot of different stuff and and i think it's very positive for this bills offense because 
if you're gonna be honest, they haven't. There is a reason the 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 statistics and the advanced metrics are really like this Bills offense. They like this Bills offense for a reason. They aren't right just on the other offense that there that are near the Bills offense, but with the Bills offense, they are wrong. So there is a lot of good stuff in this Bills offense. They had a lot of difficult situations in the past few weeks, a lot of even unlucky situations with those people tripping or guys that in situations that we could have some first downs against the Giants, some bad drops, some some bad decisions by Josh, obviously, some bad calls by Dorsey. But overall, they have been able to produce week after week. They haven't had a lot of opportunities, but they had uh they have taken advantage of the opportunities and put up points when when the opportunities have uh, showed up. So I like the way the Bills are adjusting. I like the improvement, but I don't see the Bills offense in this game being really way better than it was in the other games. Uh, because we just, in the other games, we didn't, score early and in this game we didn't score in late in the fourth quarter and and we almost uh fell in the trap of allowing the buccaneers to come back and it, they were one play away unfortunately yes it was a hail mary at the end of the game but it was real dangerous hey this is scott galloway author professor entrepreneur and most importantly host of the prop g podcast we got a special series running on right now called the future of work where i answer all your questions on surprise the future of work questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking from the provocative to the technical we're offering insights you won't want to miss so tune in to the future of work a prop g pod special sponsored by canva you can find it on the prop g pod wherever you get your podcasts so Overall, I believe this Bills offense isn't the problem. I think they can still get better. They can still play better. I, I love the fact that some secondary weapons are taking advantage of their opportunities. Shakir is one guy that's showing that he can contribute more. Uh, Kincaid is another guy. I think despite not thinking that Gabe Davis is really good as an all-around wide receiver, and just like I said, he isn't particularly good after the catch. and But if getting him involved like this will keep him uh, waking up and ready to contribute all the time and, and even will make him uh, avoid those costly drops. So let it be. Invo- get him involved and, and, and make everybody uh, really be an option to punish opposing defenses. Uh, I, I didn't like some of Stefan Diggs drops. I think Stefan Diggs had some opportunities that he could have could have taken advantage of them, but he didn't. And but I'm not to the point to be really worried about Stefan Diggs yet. I think that's a guy who has showed up big time on the vast majority of his games as a bill, and I believe he'll be fine. Um and that was the, the time to to try to incorporate the other guys uh, on this offense more often and get them going. We know that Diggs can produce. We know that Diggs can 
really punish opposing defenses. And we know also in the big games, people will try to take away Stefan Diggs. So that's important that the other guy's morale is high and they are confident and ready to contribute because we will need James Cook, Kincaid, we will need uh, Shakir, Gabe Davis, we will need all those guys contributing and making important plays in important times if you want to get to the Super Bowl. So it's good to get them involved. And I like the way they get uh, Dorsey and the offense got them involved last night. And I also love the way the no huddle offense help Josh to play better against blitzes and to feel more comfortable comfortable against the same defensive personnel. And I like the way the Bills offense played yesterday uh, early on. And a lot of people have said, like, the Bills don't have an identity this year offensively. I disagree, right? But I surely think that Dorsey is sometimes way too much into trying to attack opposing defenses on their weaknesses and trying to adjust to every uh, kind of different defense. And it comes from Dable too. Dable comes from the New England Patriots uh, tree, coaching tree, McDaniels, and they are from an Inhart Perkins background. And the in-heart perking system is all about being multiple and and, going, and being able to punish uh, opposing defenses on different ways. Uh, an in-heart perking offense can be an, a spread offense on one week, and then they can want to run the ball down your throat the next week if they feel like the opposing defense can stop the run. So it comes from this pedigree and... I can understand Dorsey trying to make uh, those defenses pay or, or to trying to uh, simply uh, punish them on their weaknesses. But I think the Bills got to have something also dealed up that they are like, okay, that's our way of playing. That's our favorite, favorite way of playing. That's the way we're going to try to make them stop us and then adjust when necessary, right? Because the games, uh, especially against tougher opponents, against big-time defenses, you've got to be able to beat them on different several several different ways. And I like the way the Bills tried to impose themselves yesterday. Yes, with more shotgun than under center, because the Bills is a pass-first offense, and they will be as long as Josh Allen is the Bills quarterback and is in his prime. And he's a top-notch quarterback in the NFL. So I like the way the Bills went out, spread people out, tried to to punish them uh, with several different targets. Uh, I like the way they spread people out, empty backfield, and, and run Josh Allen out of those empty backfield situations. Second play of the game, we had a quarterback draw called to Josh Allen. Those plays are important to get Josh going. Those plays are important to make the defenses pay attention to Josh as a runner. And it makes them more vulnerable against the passing. So I really like the plan yesterday. I think the Bills should try to replicate it going forward. Should should spread people out. Give Josh some opportunities out of empty backfield. Run Josh sometimes. 
I would like to have Diggs a, a little bit more featured than he was yesterday, but still, given the circumstances, it was good to get the other guys uh, getting their share of, of targets too and taking advantage of it. I really think Diggs and Kincaid should be our, our main targets. Okay, I, I, I really like Diggs and Kincaid and one and and one B, and then the other guys. I think it should be established this way, and it might, uh, when it's all said and done, it might be like this. So I can understand yesterday trying to get Gabe more involved, give more opportunities to Shakir and things like that. The only thing that's really scaring me a lot on this offense is Josh Allen's shoulder right now. I think that's my main concern with this offense right now because it really doesn't feel right. And Josh, again, fell down over his shoulder and, and the pain was there. He needed treatment. He People gave him a look. I was freaking out when I saw Kyle Allen uh, warming up. But now the Bills have a mini-buy and, and Josh has some time to get some some treatment on that shoulder to recover it a little bit and soon the bills will have another uh, a real bye week and hopefully it's it's enough for josh to to recover that shoulder but that's something that's a big concern going forward hopefully he can get it right and and the other thing that i really want to point out about this offense is how the offensive line was really physical yesterday. We could see in the first time the Bills tried the quarterbacks, Nick, how they totally outmatched a tough Buccaneers defensive line. They were extremely physical there, and, and, and Josh Allen easily got that first down out of quarterbacks, Nick, and it was good to see. I think the Bills' offensive line, they really got to be physical, and they, they can't be outmatched frequently by opposing defensive lines. The games that the Bills struggle the most are the games that the Bills are manhandled at the, the trenches. And if the, the Bills offensive line can keep up that physicality, that, that level of physicality going forward, I, I really believe uh, it will help this offense so much, man, that, that we won't have a lot of problem with most teams. Even in the yesterday's game, a big question mark was on McDermott's decisions on punt the ball four times in a row on the last four drives, always right around the midfield. One situation in the Bills' side of the ball and the other three in the Buccaneers' side of the ball. In all on 14-1 or 14-2. And with the way the Bills' offensive line was physical yesterday, I'd like to see McDermott giving the green light to the Bills to to try a quarterback sneak one of those situations to try something because uh those situations despite a great game by the punter san martin pinning out the the opposing offense inside the five inside the ten and despite the defense playing well too and being able to contain that buccaneers offense those decisions almost cost the game to the bills because let's be honest that hail mary was scary very very scary and if Godwin turns his head around a little bit earlier 
Bernard was beaten there and nobody would be near the ball to 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 tip that ball to to deflect that ball down and, and win the game for the Bills. So it was a really, really dangerous situation. And obviously there was, and I will talk about defense uh, about defense shortly, but on the offensive side of the ball, just keep some of one of or some of those drives alive, being physical, running a quarterback sneak, trusting your offensive line to continue to be physical and win the battle and 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 get that first down. I think McDermott was overly conservative yesterday and it almost cost the game. And but about the Bills offense, that's it. I, I liked what I saw. I think uh, a lot of this stuff that happened in the last few games and the sh- the the low scores weren't all related to Bills' offensive struggles. There were things to be fixed. There still are things to be fixed. But I think Dorsey has came every week with um, solutions and with new possibilities and trying new things and trying to find solutions for the issues. So I like how the Bills' offense is adjusting. Is finding ways to get over the hump. And again, the, the advanced metrics really like the unit. So it's not like they are being really bad. Just that they are having few possessions and defenses, opposing defense have played smartly against the Bills and have limited those possessions. Or defense has struggled with long drives, keeping your offense out of the field for big chunks of the the. the especially of the first half in the other few games uh, before the Buccaneers won. But the Bills offense has, has shown some, some improvements, has, show, has shown alternatives, has shown that they can fix some of the issues. And obviously we have Josh Allen on that side of the ball and he's been awesome. He's playing a great season. Obviously, he misses some targets sometimes. Obviously, he doesn't see some guys that are open. It happens to every quarterback. You don't have Madden vision out there to watch the entire field all the time. He he got to go through his progressions. And sometimes, it's extremely unlucky. Just like in the fourth down play against the Patriots where Knox dropped that ball. Allen, Allen read the right side and the left side had people open. When he moved to his next progression to the left side, the right field got open. And it was extremely unlucky, but he still delivered the ball to not make the play. So Josh isn't perfect, but still, I believe he's the best quarterback in the NFL and he makes things happen. He he punished defenses on several different ways. It's awesome to see him running the ball more again. It's awesome to see him being able to burn uh, those blitzes and, and make people pay. And I'm 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 confident in this Bills offense going forward. I just hope that the Bills can figure out that Josh uh, shoulder and get it right, and and he can really feel comfortable going forward. This short bye is gonna is gonna help this offense with it. So that's my main takeaways about the offense. Let's talk defense a little bit. So I want to start talking defense from Terrell Bernard. You know that's my guy, and you know I've been high on him when it wasn't cool. 
But even for me, it was difficult to envision Bernard being so important and so good so quickly. Again, I'm not talking about a perfect linebacker. And yes, sometimes he misses tackles. Sometimes his lack of size shows. But more often than not, we see a big-time playmaker on the middle of the field. He's so smart. He's so quick. He can cover so well. He can blitz so well. And he's so in command of this defense that it's very, very impressive. Because we're talking about a guy who didn't have a lot of snaps. He didn't have any snaps during preseason. So all he had was the, 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 the practices and the, the meetings in the, the linebacker room. But he, when he got his opportunity, he was 100% ready for it. And it's showing. And right now, obviously, the Bills are missing Matt Milano, right? And we saw Tyrell Dodson starting and the rookie Dorian Williams getting benched by, uh, in favor of the veteran. I don't like it personally. I think, yes, he did, he had a rough game against the Patriots. He missed some tackles uh, with the motions really confused him and put him in, in bad spots. But the rookie is going to, he's, he's going to read and he got to uh, learn. He's got, he's going to uh, learn and he got to learn from those situations. So I don't like benching Dorian Right now, I get it that the Bills got to win the games and the best people got to play, but I just feel like it's, again, McDermott going in the veterans' favor way too much. And I'm not saying that, and I hate McDermott because I'm saying that. No, some people are always too much or 8 or 80, and they don't have nothing in between, and it's not like this. But one thing that McDonald's has showed that over the years is that obviously he trusts his veterans a lot and, and the rookies and young players gotta gotta be impeccable to, to earn his trust sometimes. And I, I know that Dorian struggled against the Pats, but I think he would be able to, to get to play a little bit better against the Buccaneers. He had some impressive things that he has done in his opportunities too. And we know that Tyrell Dodson ain't it, right? He's he's a he's a very limited guy. And okay, he knows the defense and he's a short tackler, but he's also a guy who's gotta be exposed in coverage and and it seems that McDermott has gone more in the direction of trying a three safety look and on on clear passing down, something that I also mentioned and asked him uh, asked here in the linear chart asked for it and they have done it and on 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 clear passing situations we saw rap poyer in hide on the field but it wasn't taylor rap was the 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 dime linebacker let's put it this way uh it's jordan poyer who has played in this role and I don't believe it's no coincidence that Poyer has played better in his in the last few weeks. I think yesterday was the game that he looked uh, the best so far this season, right? Uh, Poyer might have lost a step at a safety position to be the kind of playmaker that he's been in his Bills tenure. But as a dime linebacker, he's played really well and, and he has 
being able to make some plays and yesterday it showed again so that's a nice way to to have uh, a solution for the passing game for third and long and and clear passing downs but i still would play dorian over uh tyrell dodson early i think he can struggle now but but by the end of the season he might be ready to contribute to be really important and we can't forget that bernard has had some some struggles with injuries in his in his short career but also in his college career and he's been nicked up also with his ham, uh, hamstring during preseason and even a little bit nicked up during season two so if bernard goes down it's a nightmare right so if dorian can keep getting getting better keep developing i think the upside for this bills defense is way higher with him having his opportunities than with tyro and uh, on the defensive line we saw von miller having a little bit of of opportunities but still not looking good and it's being a little bit problematic and a little bit um i wouldn't say disappointing but i'm a little bit afraid about how long it will take to von miller and if he will be back at his previous level this season i hope so i really hope so but so far it it hasn't looked good i hope he can uh feel better and get more snaps and and produce a little bit more in the next few weeks and we need him on fire by playoff time we need him on fire for this tough stretch uh during the season so the bills can guarantee his uh its playoff spot and so far we haven't seen it but on the good side of of uh the point of view in this defensive line the other guys have played well and ed oliver was back in the lineup and played really really well it was totally different with ed oliver in the middle of this this defense and it showed yesterday it showed big time uh epeneza and especially floyd and, and rousseau they have played well and they have minimized the fact that von miller is hasn't been ready to contribute a lot so far so it's good to see good to see the bills defensive line playing uh better this week and also the cornerbacks we could see the cornerbacks playing really well especially especially christian bayford and even on on mikey evans touchdown man he was right there and the ball even uh hit him hit his him in the helmet and and fell right on on evans lap so evans was so lucky man and talking about being lucky I know a lot of people don't believe in luck in sports like or, or in life in general but there are some some things that happen on the field that you can describe on in another way uh, the ball hitting the Bainford's head and falling right on 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 Mike Evans uh belly it was totally lucky man and 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 then right after in the two-point conversion Jordan Phillips being able to deflect the ball and and it goes right on the tight end's hand 
to the two-point conversion, another lucky play. Uh, it's hard to call it in a put it in another way. So, yes, the guys were prepared to take advantage of those lucky opportunities. But a, a lot of weird stuff has happened to the Bills on both sides of the ball in the last few weeks. It's starting from the from the several important injuries in a row against the Jaguars in London. So since that trip to London, a lot of weird stuff has happened to the Bills on both sides of the ball, and and they've been able to battle against it, and they just really uh, could beat this kind of weird stuff yesterday against the Bucks again. And anyway, I think the quarterbacks did their job again, and, and Bayford is showing uh, a lot of maturity, a lot of development, and playing really well, making it less painful to deal with the Kyrie Elan situation, a first-round pick who wasn't even active yesterday. And Josh Norman getting his first opportunity in special teams and showing up and with a big-time hit on special teams. And special teams in general played better yesterday too, right? Uh, Sam Martin had a great game. Uh, Bass hit his field goal attempt. Norman had a great coverage play. And even Hardy finally looked like the Hardy that I've heard about, the electric Hardy, the, the quick and, and fast and explosive Deontay Hardy. We could see a little bit of it on the return game yesterday. And it, want, it made me want to see a little bit of more Hardy on the offense. Maybe uh, being targeted on some of those screens that were drilled to Gabe Davis. I think Hardy could have done a way better job after catch there. Um, so I think overall the Bills could play a good game. It, it really looked like the Bills dominated the game early on. But in two minutes, they allowed the Buccaneers to, to tie the game with some stakes. And after it, they could, again, they could uh, dominate the game. They could impose a, impose a great lead. They could score a lot of points. But they took the, the, the foot out of the gas too soon, right? And the lack of aggressivity by McDermott on those four fourth down situations in the last four drives almost killed the Bills because on the defensive side of the ball they did a good job they 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 looked like they were improved from the former the, the previous few games but with those unlucky situations and 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 with the lack of big time plays lack of forcing turnovers, interceptions, fumbles, and taking advantage of it, the Buccaneers were able to, to, to attack the Bills again and to score some points and to make it a game again. And unfortunately, it, it, was, it almost cost the Bills the game in the last play. So I couldn't feel like the Bills were going to lose that game yesterday, all game long. But... I was a little bit scared when they tied the game 10 to 10. And again, in the end of the game, when that ball was in the air, I know I'm the not. I'm far from being the only one who couldn't help myself and think about the Andre Hopkins catch. 
And to be honest, Godwin had a way easier catch than, than Hopkins. A fight able for him if he turned his head around faster. So it was really, really scary. And it makes me think about why. Why are the Bills in those kind of situations and why they can't simply beat uh, a weaker opponent? Because let's be honest, this Buccaneers team, they have talent on both sides of the ball, but they aren't seen as a top-notch contender in the NFC. And the Bills showed yesterday they clearly are the better team even with all the injuries and with all the people out so what's going on why the bills are struggling so much and i think it happens it happens to most uh teams i think uh these unlucky situations won't last forever but also i think the reason is the main reason is the defense not being able to make some big-time plays, get out of the field, give the offense more opportunities. That's something that's been concerning, in my opinion. Anyway, it's still October, and the most important thing is to get those wins, to get, to get those dubs on the standings, and, and the Bills are 5-3. and three. They put the pressure on Miami now to not lose their games again. And, and they can get things figured out. I think the special teams show they can be good and, and we can trust them. I think they are getting uh, their, their things fixed. I'm not really worried about the offense. Uh, I question it some of the secondary weapons but i really believe kincaid has all the potential of the of the world to become a a, a a really tough threat for opposing defenses on the middle of the field and his hands are his hands are so reliable man and i i really believe the bills are closer to finding that guy to replace bees as the second most target wide receiver or, or pass catcher on the team. I believe Kincaid can be this guy. And But even if it's too early for him to become this guy as a rookie, Gabe Davis is starting to get more confident again with being involved in, in, in different ways in this offense. And if he doesn't need to be the wide receiver too, if he can be part of a committee as a secondary weapon, I think he can still deliver. And then Kincaid surely can be part of the committee. And Shakir is starting to, to look like a guy who can be part of this committee. And Josh Allen is starting to build up his trust on those guys. So it will make it harder for opposing defenses to simply bracket and double digs. So I think the offense is in the right... Is in, right in track to to fix their problems to continue to be good to to be explosive again it's all a matter of josh being healthy his shoulder being nice being cool and 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 he can as, as soon as we have josh allen able to be at his full strength and able to use him running the ball throwing the ball uh no huddle 
I think the offense will be fine. We'll get points on the board and we'll be able to dominate and lead the team. On the defensive side of the ball, they still are trying to figure it out. They still are trying to, to, to survive those injuries. It's hard. Daquan Jones is a big-time impact player in the middle. Matt Milano, best player on this defense, right? And Trey Davis White, big-time cornerback. So one on each level, it's tough. But again, Sean McDermott is a defensive-minded head coach in an era where people want to see offensive-minded head coach taking over for the teams. And in an era where we have most of the teams that are contenders that are coming, going to the Super Bowl, they are led by offensive-minded head coaches. So McDermott needs to prove that he can impact the game the same way the offensive-minded coaches can on the other side of the field. So even having to survive to those injuries, I really expect McDermott to be able to elevate the level of this defense to game plan his way around those deficiencies of the players that are playing right now, take advantage of the weapons he has right now, like Bernard, like his pair of safeties and a defensive line that has played well. I hope Von Miller can continue to feel better and can improve his level of play going forward. Uh, it would be huge to bring more pressure over opposing quarterbacks and force them to make mistakes. So I, I believe that's the, the, the way to make this Bills defense not become the top defense in the NFL, a top five defense in the NFL. It's difficult with missing those guys, but with the all the investment that was made on this defensive side of the ball all along the years, and McDermott being a defensive head coach, there is no reason to not, not expect this defense at least being top 15, minimum top 15, and being an opportunistic defense that can get out of the field, can make some plays. So that's what I worried about this defense right now because they are lack of big-time plays, lack of turnovers, uh, forcing turnovers and allowing... Uh, opposing offense to survive and to extend drives. And sometimes there are some tic-tac fouls being called also, but those penalties, those those lack of explosive plays on the defensive side of the ball, causing turnovers, forcing turnovers, that's what's keeping our offense, who's being effective, out of the field for long stretches. It, and it makes things difficult for this offense to get in rhythm. So I want to see a little bit of more improvement for this defense. I think the offense will be fine. I think the special teams showed improvements. And I think McDonald will need to find some solutions, like using three safeties, like uh, being smarter and, and more creative with some blitzes, maybe. I don't know. I just think this defense, it's on them now to being able to give the ball back to the offense quicker and let them do their thing. Overall, a good win. A win is always a win, no matter what. I'm not extremely happy and, and I don't think the Bills are in a great situation right now. 
but I also wasn't extremely loud after the last few few loss uh, after the losses against the Jaguars and the Patriots. So maybe I'm listening to Josh Allen post game way too much, never too high, never too low. But that's the truth. And the Bills gotta get the results. The Bills gotta find solutions for for the problems they they that are appearing to the team, especially the injuries on the defensive side of the ball. And I like uh, I like the way they they've done that. I like the way they've been able to to search for solutions, to bring new stuff, to adjust. And I have no doubts in my mind that on the offensive side of the ball, with all the things that they are trying and they are putting together and they are gathering data and data and information and 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 tape on all those things that they are they are trying, I have no doubts in my mind that this offense should be at their best uh going forward in the the in the last part of the season and especially in the playoffs they just gotta stay healthy and especially josh allen gotta stay healthy that's the main thing now on the defensive side of the ball the questions are are different and that's where i'm a little bit more worried but still trusting mcdermott to find ways uh He's out there. He's paid for that, right? He's out there as a head coach, as a defensive coordinator to have a big-time impact on this side of the ball. And that's the way I see the things after this game against the Buccaneers. Feel free to comment in the comment sections if you agree, disagree with some of my takeaways from, from today. And it's always a pleasure to discuss with you on, on the comment sections on YouTube or on Buffalo Rumblings website. So, Bills Mafia, that's it for today. I'll be back with the leading the charge next Sunday, totally in Portuguese, talking Bills. And then next week, again, on Friday in English, at noon east uh, via Buffalo Rumblings YouTube channel, my own Fernando Shimudi YouTube channel, and also in your favorite podcast aggregator, Apple Podcasts, spotify and others appreciate you taking your time hit that like button subscribe and see you around thank you so much bills mafia go bills